everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to Sims Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today we are going to be talking about The Adventures of Amina Al-Sarafi by Shannon Shakara Borti. This is a best-selling author, best known for her series, The City of Brass. Um, this new series it spins a new trilogy of magic and mayhem, this time on the high seas, following pirates and sorcerers and forbidden artifacts. I mean, to be honest, it was quite brilliant. Um, Amina is your main character. She is a female pirate, but she's kind of put those days behind her. You know, she's retired. She's kind of settled down. What she really wants to do is provide a safe home for her mother and for her daughter. Now, her mother is not, you know, in the dark about her pirate past. Piracy kind of runs in her blood. But, you know, she just kind of want her, it's like, you have a daughter now, let's stop being a pirate. And she wants to, you know, Amina wants to stop being a pirate. But then, she's tracked down by an obscenely wealthy woman who wants her to kidnap, not kidnap, wants her to rescue her granddaughter. Now, the reason she knows about Amina is because her son used to be a crew member on Amina's ship. So there is a lot of history there. I will say the first 130 pages of the novel are rather slow. Um, there is a lot of world building, there's a lot of character building, and there is some history building here. You get introduced to a bunch of different characters, like Dalila, the Mistress of Poison, you know, Tinbu, who Amina has to end up rescuing, and I will say, that's when the story really starts to take off, when they blow up the prison to rescue Tinbu. And they go and they get Majid, who's a map maker. He's a navigator. Um, he's almost like Amina's brother. And Rakesh, who they didn't even know about him. They're just like, oh God, the demon is back. And he is. <laughs> he is a demon, even though he hates being called that. I guess you could say he's like a jinn or a demon. He says constantly... Um, what I'm called for, there is no name for it anymore. There's a lot of humor in the storytelling, but like I said earlier, those first 130 pages are rather slow, um, to go. I mean, it does take a little bit of a struggle. I've never read, you know, Chakraborty's work before. This was my first introduction into her, and I'm not disappointed. It was really good. So... Just like I, and you know, I had this art from the publisher. I loaned it to my friend. And I'm like, you know, the first 130 pages are a little slow. There is still a lot of world building in there. I'm not opposed to world building. I'm really not. And I do like the character building. I do like that there are hints of history that are developed further on. And I do like that there's this extra step of storytelling because it's not just a, a plain third person narrative. Amina is retelling and recounting the events of this book to someone else so that they can write it down. Um, so that's kind of very meta for me, and I really did enjoy that. <laughs> I really did like those parts because it almost seems like she's talking to you, the reader, when in fact she is talking to the person who is going, who is writing the story. Um, 
what I do think some people do have to be hesitant about, and the author does approach this right from the beginning. Um, let me just find, okay, so she does make an author's note before the story begins, you know, um, Latin Christians of Western Europe were referred to as Franks and Byzantines were referenced as rum. You know, and um, so there's a lot of language here. And I don't think, I like the cautionary there. That's what I'm trying to say. Some people might take offense, but you also have to like, you know, take into scope the era in which this book is. It was colorful. I mean, that's what I loved most about this book. It was very colorful. It was very historical in a way that captured my interest. Um, and I just think it was really good storytelling. You know, there are some pretty... The Falco, the Frank, as they call him, he's very deranged. He's very power hungry. Um, I'm not a fan of him at all. <laughs> but I do like the adventure that these characters are going through. I do like, I think Dalila, the Mistress of Poison, is probably my favorite character. She's funny, she's snarky, but then there are some very serious moments that she takes in. She's like, this is not a woman to be underestimated. She is formidable. And I do like as well that these are all, you know, Delilah Christian and Amina and uh, Timbu, they are Muslim, but there is no religious hatred between these two characters. They each love one another and they respect each other's religious beliefs in a really heartwarming way. I really enjoyed that. I mean, this is her family, basically. This crew is a family she made and I love that even, especially when you meet Majid, you can see there's a lot of strain there. But at the end of the day, there is love. It's like, I'm kind of angry at this thing that you did, but without me, you're going to die. And I don't want you to die. So let's go on this stupid adventure once more. I enjoy that a lot. And the magic, the mysticism, that was also something that was really, really interesting to me. I think it was very unique, and this story has made me want to read her City of Brass trilogy more so. Like, I, I work at the bookstore. I see them every day. They do catch my eye. I do trace my fingers, and I'm just like, hmm, you're interesting. You seem interesting. Maybe I'll read you. But now that I've read Chakraborty's work, I am invested, and I want to read, and I'm all, I am, like, looking forward to the sequel of this book. Like, I want to read it, because this book was fantastic, and I need to know what other magical transgressions exist in this world that she has built here. So, um, yeah, this book gets four and a half out of five stars. I would give it the five stars if it weren't for the fact that those 100 and 30 first pages weren't a little too slow. Uh, I really wish the pacing had been a little bit quicker. I understand why it wasn't. You know, world building, character building, history building. I like that it's not all condensed in those 30, 130 pages, but it did slow down the pace enough that 
it made me question whether or not I was going to be interested in the story. However, once you get past the first 130 pages, for me, I just couldn't put this book down. I was completely engaged, completely fascinated, and I wanted to keep reading. So, four and a half out of five stars. If you want to go ahead and purchase the book, please purchase from any of the booksellers I have listed in the below in this podcast. On that note, I hope you all continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all, you, all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter by following any of my social media platforms or by making a one-time donation to my Buy Me a Coffee, Coffee Patreon, or by purchasing one of my handmade candles. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, happy reading!